Welcome to the Power Moves Only podcast. My name is Claudia Neilshaw and I'm a marketing educator and strategist. Over the last 10 years, I've empowered women like you across the business world to step into the most confident version of themselves through coaching and marketing consulting. Too many women are hiding their incredible message and skills from the world. It's my job to uncover your genius and help you make your next power move. Because women like you change the world and the world needs more of that. I'm here to help you elevate your voice and create your own daughter opportunity. So, are you ready? Hello, my queens, and welcome to episode 11. This is my first solo episode. I cannot believe we have already released 10 episodes prior to this, nine of them with incredible guests who have shared their expertise, eight incredible women, one incredible man, and many more wonderful, wonderful interviews to come What you're going to see over the next coming weeks is that I'm going to release a solo episode every second ep. So there'll be a guest episode and then there'll also be a solo episode with me, which is really to share insights into running a business, marketing strategy, business strategy, the how to, the who do I talk to, the transparency and the accessibility really to education And the way that I'm running a business as a female leader and as an influential woman in my field. And I hope to share that with you so that it is helpful for you. I remember in my early 20s when I was first thinking about starting a business or I was early on in my career and I was just so desperate to hear from other people, hear other people's stories And I hope that this podcast is that for you too, whether it's just one little light bulb moment or something to think about or something to consider that you might not have before. I hope these solo episodes and the incredible guest interviews uh, that I bring to you are exactly that, adding value and really helpful. But what I want to talk to you about today is how to market with confidence as a female leader, whether you're a female entrepreneur, whether you're a woman in business, whether you are a female leader working for an organization, what do you need to know when it comes to marketing yourself with confidence? Now, I don't think that you can market yourself effectively without confidence. I also don't think that you can have the confidence and the clarity without knowing exactly who you're sharing your message with. I do really feel like they are dependent on each other. And so what I wanted to share with you today was actually 10 tips that I think are really helpful when you are thinking about how you are sharing your message with the market, how you are showing up online, how you are showing up face-to-face in your field. So what I always like to say is there are four key things you have to know before you start marketing. The first one is, who are you as a person, whether that's in business and in life? What do you stand for? What are the values that are most important to you? At your core, what is your purpose in this business? What do you love to do? What are those non-negotiable facts, informations, philosophies that people need to know about you. The third is you really need to know specifically who it is you're serving. Who is your audience? 
what are their key problems, pain points, but also what are their aspirations and desires? What keeps them up at night? What keeps them daydreaming during the day? Because when you know who you serve and you know about their life in detail, you're more readily able to speak their language and speak directly to them. Which leads me to my fourth part of what you need to know before you start marketing with confidence, which is really having a clear understanding of what it is you're offering. Not trying to offer a million things, but really getting to the core of what the solution is for your client's problems or the thing that's going to move them closer to a desire. So who are you? What do you stand for? Who do you serve? And what are your key offerings? What are those solutions? Now, once you're really clear on those four points, and sometimes I really like to do this as an exercise just by myself every quarter or so and say, have my answers changed? I just have a blank piece of paper or I make notes in my phone of who is Claudia about today? What does she stand for? I'm not talking about myself in third person to be a wanker. I'm talking about myself in third person because I like to consider myself as, as a, my client in that scenario. And what is the objective advice I would give them? So I really encourage you to do that exercise. The other things that I think you really need to know, the first one is really embrace the idea that you are your own personal brand and your brand really is an extension of who you are as a person. It reflects your values. It reflects your expertise. It reflects your unique qualities. And having that consistency in what your brand is and how you share that is so crucial to people not only remembering you, but it actually gives you the confidence to show up as the truest version of yourself. Now, I want you to think about a time where you perhaps weren't acting in alignment with your values or you were showing up in a way that wasn't super authentic. It didn't feel very real, but you thought you had to do it. I've had that experience before, whether it was working in corporate, working in law, and it, they were spaces in which I didn't really feel like I fit. I didn't feel like my personality fit. I didn't feel like I could be my truest self. And so I really sought out spaces to say, where can I show up as my truest self? And a big part of that is deciding what you want to share with the world. So when I think about a personal brand, I think, what associations do people make with me? What do they say about me when I'm not in the room? What do they say about me to other people? And what do people remember about me? And so a big part of my personal brand is around connecting incredible women. I have one rule in my business. And that rule is when you meet an incredible woman, it is your obligation to introduce her to another incredible woman. Now, I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard people say that about me or say that to someone they know. And it really, um, it really makes my heart warm thinking that that ripple effect of connection and connecting incredible women goes far beyond 
me saying it to one person. It's other women saying it to each other. But then let's talk about maybe the more physical aspects of a personal brand. So even things like um, color and symbols, red and pink are an enormous part of my brand. I love to wear red. I really feel like it symbolizes confidence, power, being bold. And it's a color that I really feel connected to. And therefore, I've incorporated that not just in my physical logo and branding, but also in the clothes that I wear, in the way that I show up online, in the way that I show up face to face. So this first tip of really building and embracing that strong personal brand is so crucial in how you become memorable. And I want you to remember this. You do not have to be the best at what you do, but the more memorable you are and the stronger associations that you make with the market, with your clients, with people who you know, that's how you become memorable. And that's how people repeat your message and refer you to other people. Now, the second big tip I've got for you is really not being afraid to embrace your expertise really recognizing and celebrating your very unique skill set because you have a skill set that sure other people might have you might be an accountant a florist a photographer but the way that you share that skill set is not the same as everyone else it's not the same because you are not the same as everyone else and having that confidence to market your skill set actually comes from knowing that what you have is valuable and it is valuable to other people who you share it with. Your skill set allows you to change your clients' lives, to lead them in a transformation that they might not experience had they not met you. Don't be afraid to celebrate your unique skill set and expertise. The third tip I have for you is really focusing on being very effective with how you communicate. So it's really about understanding how you're going to communicate with your market, whether it's through written form, through spoken form, like on a podcast like this, whether it is uh, meeting people face to face, whether it is in your client experience and your journey of how you share information. If you are able to master clearly articulating your ideas and your value propositions to your audience, you become a no-brainer. When people are confused or they're uncertain, our immediate pathway is, I don't think so. No, I don't want to buy from this person. I don't think I trust this person yet. When you understand and, you know, leaning back into what we were talking about earlier of those key philosophies, who are you, what do you stand for, who do you serve and what your offerings are, you've got these clear dot points, these clear messages of how you add value to people's lives. And that's what you want to share. Share the value, communicate the value rather than just relying on the features, the benefits, the skill set. The difference between an accountant saying, I'll do your tax, you know, I'll save you time and money on your tax. Okay, yeah, like it's a benefit. Okay, you're going to do my bass. You're 
going to do my bookkeeping, if your accountant also does your bookkeeping. But the difference between that and saying, I'm going to make sure you sleep at night so you don't worry about your numbers and that you feel a sense of peace and tranquility when it comes to dealing with your business finances. Do you notice the difference in articulating the value and also the feeling behind what your service can do? The actual benefits of using your service are never the physical outcome of the service. It's never, I'll do your tax on time. I will speak to the ATO for you. It's going to that next level of value and feeling of how is this going to change my life? And when we're effectively communicating, it's when the person on the other end of the conversation is responding because marketing is a two-way street, it's a two-way conversation and they're seeing your value. They feel like you see them for who they truly are. The fourth tip that I have for you is around networking and connecting. Now, I think networking gets a bad rap and I'm disappointed that it gets a bad rap because it is probably the number one thing that has allowed me to grow two businesses, um, to build my career, to seek opportunities that I might not have had before. So I really want you to think about networking in the sense of showing up to make genuine connections, to build relationships with longevity, with people who have similar values to you or that you can learn from each other and really cultivating that group of supportive peers, colleagues, friends, mentors, referral partners allows you to make a greater impact because you're not just in your own echo chamber of what you think about a certain topic. I think we've all had that experience as business owners, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you've got a small team, whether you've got a big team, you're leading a big team and you've got those ideas or those challenges knocking about in your mind and you're thinking, oh, wish I could speak to someone about this who gets it. Networking isn't just about finding clients to buy from you. It's also about surrounding yourself with like-minded people who can give you that support, that encouragement, who can buy you the coffee, the wine, whatever you need in those moments of support in business because it is a roller coaster. But I really encourage you to think of networking as an opportunity to seek out the spaces where you do feel like you belong. I have certainly been in rooms where I didn't feel like I belonged, where I went to network and I thought, oh, these are really not my people. And so I sought out spaces where I did feel that connection, where there were people in there who I felt like I could have a really honest and enjoyable conversation with who weren't energy vampires, energy suckers, soul suckers. There's so many names for them. I'll plug for myself there. But when you find that right room of people, Networking is not something you don't want to do. It's something that you actively seek out because you're able to get what you want out of it and also give an enormous amount of value and contribution to other people. We all learn from each other. The fifth uh, tip I've got for you in regards to marketing with confidence is being very committed to keep learning and 
invest in your education, not being closed off and thinking that you know everything. I think there's a very easy trap around, and I love this term procrastinate learning, where we go from one course or program to the next and we don't implement anything. And that can be really tricky. I've been there before where I felt like I had to keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, but I wasn't making the progress in my business that I really wanted to. And I think there's a delicate balance of the times where you're very invested in a physical qualification that's going to give you that greater um, access and opportunity to contribute But I think there are other times where your continuous learning might be something as simple as listening to a podcast like this. It might be reading a business book. It might be going to an amazing event or um, having a great conversation with someone that you might not usually speak to. Really staying up to date with what's happening with your industry and also what is progressing in your industry, what you can imagine or predict is going to happen in the immediate future. I think that can be something that's very valuable in how you market yourself as someone who is up to date and who is on the pulse of what's happening and why that matters to you. Um, I do think that the more you know about your space, the more confident you feel in discussing your field with and your expertise with other people. Um, But I think also with continuous learning, It's also not being afraid to ask questions when you don't know something. You're not expected to know everything. For many business owners, we're doing this for the first time, right? Or whether you've run multiple businesses before, this might be a slightly different business. And learning and seeing another perspective that you might not have considered before, I think is really, really powerful. The sixth thing that I want to talk about when it comes to marketing with confidence is getting very clear on what your end game is. So I think it's very easy to go down a path of, I don't want to say no return, but go down a path where you're grinding every day, you feel like you're super busy, you're producing an enormous amount of work, but you can end up feeling like quite burnt out or resentful when you don't actually have a clear idea of where you're going, what that immediate milestone is, what that 10-year milestone is. And in all fairness, I find it pretty difficult to articulate beyond about five years of what my outcomes and goals more specifically look like. And I think it's very similar when it comes to your marketing. I really like to look at things in a in a 12-month plan and then I break it down into quarters because I'm someone who likes to see things in real time and also be able to focus on what climate's doing, what the market's doing, how people are feeling, what clients really need, how I want to show up and deliver my work. But having that roadmap of saying like, great, what are we focusing on in the next six months? What are those milestones? And then reverse engineering that success. So when it comes to your marketing, you might say something along the lines of, I want to introduce a new uh, marketing channel to my business. It might be something like starting a podcast, setting up a new social media channel. And I would really get clear on the why are you doing this? What's it going to give you? 
And what kind of commitment do you need to make in order to deliver on it? Because sometimes we feel like we should do things because other people are doing them instead of saying, okay, what are the goals or the milestones that I can set that actually mean something to me and that are going to motivate me to keep going, particularly in the times where businesses doing that roller coaster thing where you're about to go over the peak and fall maybe to your sudden death and then suddenly you're completely fine. Getting really, really clear on goals that actually mean something to you. The seventh thing I want to talk about is what happens when you're not feeling confident. So the tip itself is basically what happens when you are the person who feels like you're the imposter in the room, that you are not the person to be delivering this level of expertise. Why would people work with you? And it's really common, right? I think particularly common for women that imposter syndrome has uh, seeped into our lives at many a time. And I think more importantly, in the times where we might feel like we're not the woman for the job, it's actually really acknowledging those feelings and sharing it with someone else. In the times where I have felt less than confident, uncertain, doubtful of my ability, the moment I shared it with someone, whether it's my partner, whether it's my uh, close friends or colleagues, that burden that I was feeling was suddenly shared and that I was actually able to get a perspective that I might not have considered before. I also think in those times of imposter syndrome, it's really great knowing What do you need to do to move through it? And so I included this tip on how to, uh, during this uh, segment of how to market with confidence, because it's something so many of my uh, clients who are all female entrepreneurs and all female leaders all face and really almost having like a go-to list, a short list of what you've actually achieved in your life so that you have evidence to return to when you do doubt your own ability. And something recently that I did, I said to someone, oh, the year's going, the year's flying by and I feel like I haven't done anything. And she said to me, and I had recommended this to her before, which was why it was so funny. It was like reverse psychology advice. I sat down and I wrote Uh, over the last nine months, you know, what were some of the things I was really proud of? What were some of the things that I brought to life? You know, what were the lessons that I've learned? And suddenly I had my own version of this real-time evidence and truth of what I can do. And it's evidence of what I can do again. And sometimes uh, at a much bigger scale than we thought was possible. So I really encourage you to do that. If you have times in your life where you experience that doubt and uncertainty, it's a really helpful exercise. The eighth tip I have with you for you on marketing with confidence is do not be afraid to trial and adapt. So this is probably one of my favorite tips because every business owner who has ever started a business has always started it before they were ready. And if that's not the biggest takeaway or 
piece of advice, starting things before you're ready and learning as you go. I don't know what is because we can be in analysis paralysis. We can be in perfectionist corner trying to get something so right without even trialing it or sharing it with our audience or asking our audience to co-create it with us. I think that's one of my favorite things to do. Before I create a new product, I will always go to my audience and I will say, does this resonate with you? What do you want to see from me? Where do you need the most help in this space? Because why would I be in my own echo chamber saying, I think people need to do X, Y, Z without doing my research and actually going to the source, which are my incredible audience who are always so honest and truthful and transparent and open with me. Do not be afraid to experiment and course correct as you go. You can analyze the results. You can adapt your approach based on what really suits your audience. And sometimes it's actually in the really tiny exchanges and conversations that you get the most insight into how you want to progress forward with your business. So that's tip number eight, testing, adapting. Don't be afraid to experiment. The ninth tip that I have for you is really seeking out mentors and leaders who have done what you want to do. Now, this is slightly different to my earlier tip of networking because I think it's really important to have the women in your life who you can go to and say, what did you do in this situation? And I have followed people on Instagram, on LinkedIn, who I really admire their careers, what they've done. And then there are other times where there were women in my life who I thought I knew really well personally, and I didn't know much about their career. And it wasn't until I was older and started asking questions that I saw how valuable their insights were into how they built careers, the challenges that they faced along the way, the opportunities that they created for themselves. And I think of some of the key mentors for me in my life, my goodness, they're incredible women. They're still in my life, whether they're clients, dear friends, still mentors for me in business who I can call on and trust that they are as invested in my success as I am. And what I have always been so passionate about is the younger women that I meet who I love to share that experience with too. And not dissimilarly to my number one rule, which is when you meet an incredible woman, you need to introduce her to another incredible woman. I feel the same way about mentoring great women because I was mentored by great women and I want to mentor great women. So marketing with confidence is also about seeking out who has gone before you and done what you've wanted to do? Who inspires you? Who could you have a great conversation with and learn from their journey? Um, because that in itself, I think, gives you the confidence to say, oh, someone like me or someone who I admire has done this and I know that it's possible. The final tip for you, tip number 10 on how to market with confidence as a female entrepreneur, as a female leader in business is making a commitment to yourself to wake up every day and give it a crack. We could call it things like resilience, persistence, tenacity. It doesn't really matter as long as you are committed to giving it a go, even in the times where it feels crappy 
even in the times where you hate your business, you hate your clients, you don't like the work that you're doing because you're having one of those days as we all do, you know that the next day you can wake up it again and give it a crack. And I I feel like I want to get like t-shirts that say, I'm just here giving it a crack because it's my number one piece of advice. Business and building a business are a series and also a marathon of giving it a crack. It's choosing to take action even when you don't know what the outcome might be. It's choosing to do something even if you feel uncertain or fearful or you doubt yourself. It's having the consistency to show up. And I spoke earlier about you don't have to be the best at what you do, but the person who shows up the most consistently, who continues to give it a go, regardless if they fail, those are the people who you see time and time again succeeding and marketing themselves with confidence. I hope these 10 tips were super useful please let me know, reach out to me, send me a DM or Instagram or send me an email if this has really resonated with you. I'm really excited to bring you these solo episodes. I think it's an opportunity for me to answer so many questions that I get asked by great women in business every day, but also to share the behind the scenes of what it's like running an education business for female entrepreneurs, the challenges that I face, the enormous wins and highs that I get also in that roller coaster of business. And I really feel like in this podcast format, it's such a beautiful opportunity to share that with you. So thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, please share it with a friend, another great woman in business. Remember my number one rule. And I'd love it if you jump on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give it a five-star rating, write a review. It really does help me share this podcast with more incredible women in business all over the world. Go forth today, incredible woman, share your message. You deserve to share that message with the world. See you soon. This episode of the Power Moves Only podcast has been brought to you by the Power Moves Club, a membership for women in business who want to learn, grow and connect together. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Thank you for being along this journey. I can't wait to bring you more. Have an amazing day.